0: I guess we're going. How's how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Justice Productions podcast. I'm your host, Joshua J. Moskers, joined by Klaus once again. Thank you for being here. What is new this week is uh, author of the state's First Amendment, Jack Decker. Thank you for being here.
1: Oh, thanks for having
0: me. Happy to have here. We've been chatting a little bit before the show. We're gonna start at uh, noon. It's twelve fifty, so here we are. Um, <laughs> right on schedule. But yeah, thank you for being Lovely here. Lovely
1: new technology.
0: Always. Oh. Always, always a joy. Um, But yeah, before we jump in, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and like your background, how you got into the like political atmosphere regarding like the creation of the American things like that. Yeah.
1: Um, I was in the military. I'm a U.S. Air Force veteran. And when I was in the military, um, the military is a totalitarian organization. It has to be. If you think about it, um, it um, is a very eye opening for an 18 year old. Uh, uh, in America, for your American audience, they might not realize that the US Constitution does not apply to soldiers. Um, we have the soldiers have the uniform code of military justice. And some of the freedoms you just um, take for granted. Uh, soldiers don't get we don't have freedom of speech we don't have freedom of press we don't have freedom of assembly we have things that you don't even consider to be freedoms we don't have freedom of job selection um and it, and i'm not ripping on the military has to run this way if you think about it you can't have um someone just talking whatever they want to say out on the battlefield um mm-hmm. if you look at like in the iraqi war there was a what was his name gerardo idiot reporter who told where they were and he was embedded with with Mm -hmm. the soldiers. And that just freaked out everybody. um, There's a lot of different stories and there's that's not here. He wasn't only uh, military learned about what what it means having embedded journalists and had to really come down hard on them. You cannot reveal our location. Uh, You have to turn off your cell phone. You cannot, you know, especially those now that have geo Mm -hmm. uh, tracers. I mean, that's why in Russia, <laughs> they killed a lot of people that came over. The volunteers came over there because they would talk on their phone. We can, in a battle area, you get on your phone; it's just like a beacon. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was a very eye-opening experience being in the military in a totalitarian um, society. Uh, I'm very amazed by leftists, by uh, communists and socialists in um america don't join the u.s military because that's the what they're advocating is what the how the military operates uh from each's ability to each's needs um i was very fortunate i had very high aptitude scores but if you had low aptitude scores what the jobs that you would be offered to go down and down and down Mm. if you're dumber than shit, you're offered security Um, yeah yeah, was there's, a guy with an, <laughs> yeah, there's a guy with an M-16 staying out in the field waiting. And when I was based in Charleston, South Carolina, you would be driving into the base, and look over and at the soldier, the security guard, staying out in the field with an M-16 going, don't think the Russians are invading today, dude. It's just sad. <laughs> yeah, they work 12-hour bad. shifts. Well, well, I mean, it's just
2: mind-numbingly
1: dumb. Um, And a lot of people say, well, those people, those security over there, they're active. No, those are law enforcement. In the military, there's law enforcement guys, and there are security guys. Um, You commit a crime on military base, which you'd be absolutely insane to do. Um, The military is really harsh on criminals in the military. but they'll shut down the base like that. All exits end. Uh, all exits close, and then they start to search. So that's why on military bases, crimes are either petty or really rare, because all soldiers know as soon as a crime happens, the gates close, and then they go up. Then they go for a search. And there's no, and a military basis, you know, Constitution again doesn't apply to soldiers. Um, they there's no, they don't have to give you a warrant to search your barracks or search your on-house, anything. So that taught me a lot. And also at that time, my father died of leukemia. And so it really hit me hard. Uh, after I got out of the military, um, I just started researching politics. Um, and eventually, um, I became a libertarian, basically.
2: Hell yeah. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, um, and it was not a, you know, it was a lot of straws breaking the camel back, and so, since that time, since um, I was, you know, like forty years, I've been a libertarian, been a member of the Libertarian Party, um. I was once a Director of Public Relations and Advertising for the Libertarian Party of Dane County, uh, I ran on the ticket for being a Libertarian, um, I ran for the 76th State Assembly District, um, I got 20% of the vote, which if you understand how much votes Libertarians get that's actually a pretty good, pretty good total for a Libertarian to get. Um, And I've just always been interested and involved involved in politics. And um, in my research, I found out about what happened to our US Constitution. And um, the government we have today was never what the Founding Fathers wanted it to be. Um, There there have always been the Alexander Hamiltons that want to have a very powerful central government. Um, And there were people like Thomas Jefferson that wanted the opposite, they wanted the states to be more powerful. And for 100 years, the Jeffersonians essentially won, Um, but after 100 years, the pro-centralized government advocates finally got a pro-centralized government Supreme Court. And they got them to agree with a warped reading of what's called the welfare clause or some people call it the General Wilker Clause and the Commerce Clause. And that was the crack in the dams uh, that busted everything open. With the Commerce Clause, uh, the crack came because of railroads, uh, because the pro-centralized powers were able to convince the Supreme Court that the railroads had to be regulated at a federal level because they moved so fast. So you have to understand at that time, forces ran. so trains were like these magical futuristic you know um you know superman faster than you know you know you know
3: know. um yeah they'd write in the newspapers like a woman shouldn't be able to travel over 30 miles an hour it's going to kill all of the babies that are going to be born we have to not allow women
1: on the train yeah and and um, blew
3: their mind dude
1: Yeah, and and so through that crack, they got, um, they warped the meaning of regulate um, trade between states. The Founding Fathers meant, because of the problems with the Arcos Confederation, in case your viewers don't know, the first constitution of the United States was not the US Constitution, it was the Arcos Confederation. Mm -hmm. And this made it very, the states were just almost independent nations and you and you have to understand at that time they just threw off a monarch, they threw off a dictator, they threw off a formal government that wasn't even giving them representation, which is one of the battle cries was you know, no taxation without representation. Mm-hmm. And so there so it was a, I think, a natural reaction of the article of Confederation. So Let's truly depower, um, have the federal government be really, really weak. But we had a Shaw readout, uh Shaw, S-H-A-Y. A rebellion, and that showed the weakness of our confederation. So they got together and created a constitution. And they uh, under the Articles of Confederation, every state had one vote, and there was only one body, legislative body. The president practically had no power whatsoever. They didn't have the, the federal government didn't have, didn't have the power to tax. Uh, they literally had to beg for money from the states, and the states were like, well, "We got our own problems," you know. You, mm-hmm. Um, and that was a constant problem. You read about the history of the American Revolution. It was, a, it was a money problem the whole the whole time through. And so the U.S. Constitution came out, and they broke apart that one body, and they made a, a, an, uh, an executive branch, a legislative branch, which we call Congress, and a judiciary, the U.S. Supreme Court. The executive branch is the U.S. President, and um, even within the legislative body, there was a big debate between the southern states who were, uh, wanted only a Senate and the northern states that wanted to be based on population. And they both were um, you know the northern states went out based on population because then they could they could rule over the the country. And the southern states wanted, you know, by state, so that um, they would be on equal footing with, you know, mm-hmm. at that time Virginia, New York was. I think Virginia was the most populous state, not New York, mm-hmm. and it was Benjamin Franklin um, who came in and just said, "Let's do both," and that's how we had the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House Representatives. Um, and so they they gave them the power to tax, and they had the Federal Reserve, which was destroyed, I think, more than once. Uh, Andrew Jackson ran on destroying the the national bank. Anyways, it, it came about, and um, but then in a hundred years where they really, got a, a pro centralized power Supreme Court. The pro centralized power advocates um, basically busted the dam with both the general welfare clause and the commerce clause. To now, where the federal government is almost unlimited in what it can do, and that was never the the idea of the founding fathers. Uh, you, you read the Constitution, they, it's very explicit that no, the federal government was not to have all the powers it has now. And there's, you know, and even now to this day, they're still trying to grab more power and and the states have the fight to keep them, but they have the supremacy law, which means the federal law supersedes state law, just like state law supersedes local law
2: mm-hmm. and
1: county law supersede municipal law. Um, I think there's, there are people who like a centralized power um, in our day, our terminology. Um, uh, you'd call them communists. Um, and I'm not meaning this in the derogatory way. It's just that's there's a centralized power that decides everything. There's also socialists. There's you can if you want to we can debate the the shades mm-hmm. of gray as far as the communist socialist and social democrat and the democrat, but they're all about poor. right now the democrats are very pro-centralized power and they weren't always. They they weren't always. A lot of people don't realize that the democratic party was just the opposite originally. They were all about the states. Um, they're the democratic party um was the party of slavery uh, they were mm-hmm. the confederation they were jim crow um they were um they were the ku klux clan that now that the blacks are in favor of them well that came because fdr uh, franklin Delano roosevelt and basically he, he had out a whole bunch of goodies and that's how he, they went over um, the Black vote before Blacks used to vote, Republican, until FDR. I
3: mean, a lot of Black people are still pretty Republican.
1: They are. They're growing more that way because of the, the failure of the Democratic Party. Um, and because and
3: uh, they love the Bible, Did a lot of them. Lot, love the a Bible. A lot
1: of people, yeah, a lot of Democrats who are not Black, do not understand how socially conservative blacks are. Yeah, uh, they, they, um, you know, and they're very upset right now because of uh, the welfare state that was generated, um, basically ripped apart the black family. Uh, if you were a woman and you're pregnant, you get more government assistance. If you were un- you didn't have a man in the house. Initially, <laughs> black families used to game the system. <clears throat> the male would leave and then sneak back in at night. Uh, but then they had welfare officers that went out and knew that was happening. And they'd do these surprise visits to make sure that the husband was not there. And it just broke the society. Um, but anyways, it, the, the, there's, um, if you are, a, I, uh, some people say, oh, you're a federalist. A federalist actually means the opposite. Um, it means you're pro-state not for the federal government um i call it more um, hamilton uh if you're hamilton you're for a centralized government but the problem with that is one size fits all
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that might work in a tiny country like netherlands um england um any of the european states In fact, right now they're finding out the European Union is not as easy as they thought it was going to be and that the European Union is falling apart. Um, Britain exited and now there's other ones that are planning to exit as well. Um, Our country is massive. um, Unbelievably massive Uh, Europeans do not understand how big America is. It's kind of funny. I had a guy from London and he I was going to meet him in New York City and he said, oh, hey, I got a week, let's go and see America, he says, let's do. I want to see the Statue of Liberty, I want to go down to Washington DC, I want to see Disney Road, I want to go and see the Grand Canyon it's like, in a week, oh, in a week. Um, and he, they just don't understand the scale. Yeah. Um, they're, in Texas, you can drive 12 hours at the speed limit and still not mm-hmm. be distinct. And our country is, is so diverse. Um, Netherlands is the same topography because it's just a small little state. Um, here in America, we literally have swamps, we have deserts, we have mountain ranges, snow cap mountain ranges. We have flat plains, uh, Florida has to deal with hurricanes. California has to deal with earthquakes. The Midwest has to deal with tornadoes and blizzards um one size fits all with such a diverse country and 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 there's also just talking about the industries uh there are some places have a lot of coal they mine coal there's other places that you know um the all the states that border the mississippi uh they deal with those issues about barges etc north Dakota doesn't do barges at all they deal with railroads to get to the barges um it's just my feeling is is that the states could do a better job because they're closer to the problems that they have. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not. Um, I'm a libertarian. There's a libertarian movement um, to in New New Hampshire to succeed from the Union. I'm not a secessionist. I we have a we have a great constitution. We just need a just a um, fine tune it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the founding fathers never thought the Constitution was perfect. They literally built into the Constitution how to amend it. Hmm. Um, so that's why my amendment um, is trying to um, give back power to the states that that I think are not just because the founding fathers wanted that. I, I, I don't I don't worship the founding fathers. I don't consider them gods or that they were perfect, um, but they were very smart men. Uh, probably the one of the smartest men that has ever lived was Thomas Jefferson, and and even though and Benjamin Franklin, um, literally a genius, um, and it was not our Constitution uh, was not just slapped together, like um, rushed together. There's a lot of thought, a lot of very intelligent people, very well-read people, and they corresponded at that time with each other. There's if people were to read the Federalist paper, the Federal Papers um federalist papers um it shows them having conversations of what this country should be and so it's a very well thought out constitution it is the longest living constitution in the world um is well, some people don't even realize that we're a young we are technically a very young country in comparison mm-hmm. to any other country in the world i mean our countries in the world measure their country in centuries yeah mm-hmm. um, Two coming on three, you know, <laughs> it's it's just the way it is. Um, but my amendment is to is to um, catch I mean, America, bring us bring the government up to speed with what we have currently in technology, um, if you mm-hmm. like. I can go through it with you if you like. Yeah, what's
3: your number? Dude, let's start with your number one. Not not like your first one you put, but what's your opinion of the biggest change we need to make?
1: Um, the biggest change is, um, well, quite literally, the section one and two. Um, oh, there you
3: go. Right off the rip.
1: Yeah, that's why I moved it right to the top. <laughs> is because uh, when our country was founded, the fastest transportation was boat or horse. And Congress was only a part time Congress. Uh, all, almost all of them except for like, well, Benjamin Franklin never held a position, but almost all of the fine fathers were farmers. Um, George Washington was not a full time general. Um, George Washington was a farmer. Uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson was a farmer, all these were farmers. And so um, they would have to be home to oversee the crop that year. At after harvest, before um, they would then travel to Washington D.C. To literally is called winter to winter in Washington D.C. And they try to get to Washington D.C. before the roads became too muddy and before they froze over because it's really hard. You have to understand roads at that time. There were no paved. There was no gravel. Yeah. It was mud, and it was if you were in a city brick. But the truth of the matter is, is that even in the city, is manure-covered everything. Did
3: any of them, like, die in transit?
1: Yes, is a real common.
3: Damn, so if one of them say it was like, oh, we're waiting on the governor of oh, but they, Tennessee, they, he died, and they didn't know for a few days. So they're like, well, Josh, Talk guess what, weeks. buddy?
1: Guess <laughs> what, bud?
3: He was supposed to be on the fifth. You're the new governor of Tennessee. That joker died of scurvy. Yep, and that's year. why
1: they would let you, if you look at the correspondence, they tell people, I'm planning to take off at this time. I'm planning to arrive at this time. Mm-hmm. We would never do that today. we we pick up the phone and say, hey, yeah, I'm taking off for your place. I'll be there. They'd write a letter. The letter would go by horse. <laughs> and all, this, all of our conversations we have, imagine they're slowed down by weeks. But mm-hmm. the conversation we're having here every question you have would take a would take weeks to get to me I, re, I reply and, and you know the reply would get weeks until it gets back to you and that's saying that the, that the roads are passable okay, the, yeah. the, the postal service um, there's no trains there's no airplanes so if the roads were not passable the mail waited and if you want to correspond with someone overseas you're talking weeks upon weeks and possibly months. Uh, just to get a correspondence back and forth. And that's why if you read le- the letters at the time, they'll list off all, all, a whole bunch of questions they want them to answer. And yeah. they run answer all the questions and they send all their questions. And that's how it was done. Um, but because of the sole transportation, you would never try to run a government by way of postal mail.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just it would be impossible. So that's what they had all gather in Washington, DC, so they could see each other. and And Legislation could happen within a relatively short period of time, all of it being winter. Mm-hmm. And when winter was over and the roads thawed out and dried out enough to travel, Congress would close the session and all those legislators would go back to their farms to handle the next crop season. And then it just, this just cycle over and over again. And um, but now today, well, I'm showing you what we can do right now. Um, I'm in Iowa City, Iowa. Where are you guys located? Pennsylvania. Tampa. Yeah. What Pennsylvania, hmm. okay. Um, so we
0: still have manure covered streets with all the and <laughs> internet in right Oh yeah. yeah,
1: but you really Middle see it, but, yeah. yeah. Um, but now we have instantaneous communication. Um, mm-hmm. I can send the document I sent you guys have of my amendment, it was sent to you instantaneous. Mm-hmm. But we get upset now that oh, it hasn't arrived yet. I don't know what's happening, it hasn't arrived yet. And you're talking about minutes. You know, um, if it goes beyond a day, people start panicking, you know, especially in the business world. It's like, why isn't it here? Because they're used to immediate communication. Mm -hmm. Um, Even our mail now is overnight express, you know, overnight delivery. Um, Except for the post office. My brother recently sent me a priority mail supposed to get here in three days. It took over a week. Um, But all this technology has now changed. And so you don't, We had the Senate, which is to represent the states and the overall interests of the state. Mm -hmm. You had the House of Representatives, which is represent the population, not representing the states. There was just kind of a easy conceptualization of grouping these House representatives in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, But the districts did not overlap. Uh, The US House districts don't overlap. People complain about gerrymandering, but there's no Mm -hmm. overlapping. Of the districts, yeah. so you are representing a very pacific district, but is humanly considered to be part of the state.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the reality is that House Representative only represents that district, and mm-hmm. you have House Representatives that are uh, are on the opposite side of bills, because maybe that district is industrial and this our district is suburban, and you have. Mm-hmm. You have different needs, and you have to represent your different needs, or you don't get reelected. Okay. But my bill takes the consideration that we have now advancement in technology. And so my feeling is the whole point of the senators is to represent an entire state. Mm-hmm. Well, who is the truly the best rep- representative of any state? Well, that's the governor. Okay, mm-hmm. he's elected to run that state. That is literally his job, or her job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it is to look after the interests of that state. Now he has state assembly members, and then just like with the U.S. House representatives, well, if you, I'm from Wisconsin. Okay, there's Milwaukee is a major metropolitan city, um, but I'm from Platteville, Wisconsin, which is a college town in a rural in rural southwest Wisconsin. Our knees there are different than but it is in Milwaukee. There is Green Bay, which is a big industrial town uh city in uh Wisconsin. Um you might know them for having the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Well literally they were packers. They were meat packers. That's why they're called Green Bay Packers. They're an industrial town.
3: Mm, um, I thought they were fudge packers this whole time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you're not a Packer fan, you're anti-Packer <laughs> fan. We're surrounded by states that absolutely hate the Packers. <laughs> um, but Wisconsin is insanely low. Oh, I, got, way, I you... got
3: one one quick question for, for you. Sure. So it'd be basically instead of a that big like boob looking building, we just have a Zoom meeting for Congress and stuff instead of what's that? What is that thing called there, Josh? You know what I'm talking um, about? Capitol <laughs> Hill. Hill. Yeah, Capitol Hill. Instead of that.
1: Okay. So
3: so if they if somebody hacked in. To the zoom meeting and started mm-hmm. like posting like wieners and stuff on it would they you think they would get tried the elect- same
1: I'd be elected to, New York City would probably elect them
3: right well should we oh yeah <laughs> but <laughs> they, you think they would get tried the same like as the as like the January 6th boys if they stormed the digital halls of Congress mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. the physical halls you think they'd hold them um, the same like oh they held it up just the same They, they you know probably not
1: Probably not just like you wouldn't just like you, it'd be a difference between someone cussing you over the phone and cussing you in person it, it'd be it's very different experience. Um, I don't think and also you have to understand um, the internet was created by the military. Uh, the internet was not the internet was not created to send porn okay <laughs> the internet was uh literally it was created out of the cold warrior. It was to have a form of communication that Russia could not knock out with a single blow. And if you understand how uh, the telephone lines were um, built and designed at that time, you could take out a telephone center and all those telephones in that area. Couldn't do anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, the internet was actually a military application. So, oh, you, oh, you took out that, that term? We're routing it through this way. In fact, we're saying out these messages all over, not just one, we're saying out these messages all over. You can't knock it out. Sorry, dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, that literally what the purpose of the internet was for, was a form of communication for the military that was impossible for Russia to knock out. It's called a we,
0: Arpanet, ARPAnet, Yeah.
1: I dealt with it when I was in the military. I was in the military in the early 80s. We actually, I actually dealt with that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, fortunately, I think you could say fortunately. Military perspective, unfortunately. The college professors and their graduate students are going, hey, we're having a beer party over here. Why don't you come on over? And they send these messages over the internet. You know, because they're part of it. And military doesn't really not big into using its resources to organize pizza parties. Mm-hmm. And eventually the military just got upset and said, out, just out, get out of here. And that's when that was taken over by the universities. And now the military has its own internet. The military still you. Yeah, the, they definitely it some, use it. They use it now to talk about pizza parties though. <laughs> they send emails.
3: That's where they send. They send the emails on their so That was pizza parties.
1: Yeah. So um, the military net is highly secured, it has to be. Um, mm-hmm. It's also encoded and encryption. I mean, it's encryption. It has uh, basically infinity uh, encryptions now. Um, and They're always working on making it more and more secure. Uh, the quantum computer is the biggest threat. Uh, to their internet now because with a quantum computer, you can break any cipher instantly, but they're working on basically making a quantum code, a quantum cipher, and taking two, which would require two quantum computers um, to be able to communicate. Uh, so you know the, the idea that would it be disruptive yeah it'd be disruptive i'm sure peter will do some crazy shit like that and other ones would do it and they'll think that it's a huge victory but every time you do it just like every time there's a break um there's a security breach in the military it's not like that breach is left open um mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of people that come in and go okay all right how do we how do we plug this hole and so they'll learn how to plug the hole um, and, and that there'll be is, is a whack-a-mole um, and that's how the military views it is whack-a-mole. You you, you just you're constantly Hitting is is um, it's just the way it is. It's an arms race. Okay, you know um, this bullet can penetrate this armor. Okay, now we'll make this armor better. Okay, now we're making a bullet that can penetrate that armor. Okay, now we'll make armor that can't that can't penetrate. It's a never ending arms race. And that'll be with the internet internet right now. I mean, there there are people that uh, have shut down the internet and blackmailed corporations, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Every time they do that, that, those windows are plugged up and makes it that much harder. I think
0: the difference is like with that is with the government, there's red tape that you have to deal with. I think that's oh, why yeah. it's more rack and The military
1: has red tape, but you can't imagine. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm yeah. like, they, they
0: have to, there's, you know, processes you have to follow in order to deal with, you know, the issues as they pop up. Whereas the aggressors, if you want to call them that they just work on their well, own. There's also red tiger
1: yeah. units. Yeah. The military has red tiger units. Um They, they go by different names. Um, but basically these are units that their sole purpose is to breach. Whatever security measures you have, mm-hmm. and then they turn around and say, "Okay, here's how we breached it." They might uh, be able to offer you a solution, but They're not required to actually. It's just, "Yeah, we breached it. Here's how we did it." And then, then basically, DARPA and those people go, "Okay, how do we plug that hole?" You know, um, I very, very likely I would, I would imagine initially I could see where the Congress would ask the military, "Hey," guys you know we pay for your bill would you mind if we use your internet because we know that's really secure and the military probably go yeah we'll let you use it but i bet you within a few years the military said "Uh, you know we helped you build it now you do it on your own and we're getting you out of our system because anytime like in military you let that in it's just another window of opportunity for someone to come around the mess, and I don't think any people really want our nuclear missiles to be messed with. So that's why the military is such close in. But I can see the Congress going to the military saying, hey, can we use your system for our communications. I can see where the military says, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. Uh, but they'll always have breaches. There, you there's going to be 4chan, there's going to be anonymous, there's going to be, you know, militant activists, PETA you know who are always going to be able to have some yeah dude peter right down there with 4chan (laughs) (laughs) but i mean they're they're going to do stuff that's going to be disruptive and and however they can be and if they disrupt it in a little bit they'll call it a victory and all it takes is a a teenager with an iq an einstein level iq going oh okay i found out this breach um so basically what my amendment has is We don't need to have Congress be together in DC anymore. Um, Our communication process, um, our communication is now instantaneous nationwide, worldwide, okay. Um, The president can get into Air Force One and run the federal government from Air Force One. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's a moving platform. So we no longer need to have them show up. So the states have a representative, and I think the best representative instead of U.S. senators would be governors themselves. And then I take that. I take that section one. Um, it also, I'll call that up. So I'm, um, it also allows. Um, so it, uh, section one is each state gets one vote in the U.S. Senate. That vote goes to the state's current governor. Current state governor can serve as a U.S. vice president, and the governors cannot be compensated in any way or form for their service to the U.S. Senate or the office of the vice president. And that's um, as far and, and as for a little nitpicks on that thing is uh, the reason why they can serve as a vice president because it's the most worthless political job ever created in I think in history. Um, you know the the little Rogers joke, you know thing you have to do is wake up and ask how's the president, and, I, and your job's done. Yeah. Um,
0: would you say think, that the, the role of the vice president is you're just electing who you think would be the best person to take over as president? Though,
1: no, no, It's never been. Has never been that. Never okay. been. That. Yeah. Um, it is to let's take Trump. Okay, why was yeah. Pence chosen? Now. Well, yeah. Trump says he's religious, but he's really not. Uh, Trump has been for abortion. He's now, again, abortion. Hmm. Um, Pence was picked because he had a a connection to the religious right. Look at Biden. Why do you pick Kamala Harris? Yeah. She, during the debate, accused him of rape and sexual assault.
0: Well, I know the reality. I just meant in the ideal scenario, what you would be hoping you'd be able
1: to vote. The ideal scenario it. is everyone, we don't need cops because everyone just is good. Yeah. The 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 reason for Kamala Harris was picked is because she checked off two boxes. She's female mm-hmm. and she's a minority.
3: Cool. So you know, like, would you be more for no cops or maybe just like an Andy Griffith type <laughs> scenario? Um, Got to ask, put the bullet in, you know.
1: Yeah, probably mean uh, um, Barney five. Five, uh, Barney Five, Barney uh, Five, Andy's gun was always loaded. Uh, Barney Five had him right, that. yeah, that's what it was. And the reason why is because he might actually use it, so <laughs> you must have a little bit gun control for him. But it's all comedy. Um, I think there's different crimes requiring different types of police officers. I think there's uh, patrol officers that need to make a presence in the community, um, I think it is good. Um, I think the closer the police force is to the community, the better. I don't, today, I don't think there's a need for the FBI. I think the FBI is a political weapon, whoever's in the White House, same as the Justice Department. It's a political weapon. It's, it's no longer about justice, which is kind of a, actually, we should call it like the Department of Injustice um but we have criminals that you know look back in the 1920s you know um bonnie and clyde dillinger um how did they evade the cops they walked across the state line now the cops authority ended at that line today we've we've solved that. do we need an fbi email? no because the states figured out you know what if you're chasing a killer and you're hot on his tail, and he crosses the state line. You are good to go. Let us catch up with you, and then we will take it over from you. But we don't say we no longer let. You know, it's in you're in pursuit, and all this um disagreement with each other. Every state, all all the state.
3: porkies, the porkies defense. Dude. they're in the other county. He can't follow us
1: anymore. They can't follow. Well, <laughs> it was really the state that they they really couldn't cross the state line. And that's where the bank robbers of the 1920s dillinger they took advantage of it. bonnie and Clyde took advantage of it um but then they said well that's part of reason i know why the, the fbi was created and um but now there's there's um cooperation treaties treaties you know agreements between all the states um that, that that's not really needed anymore we evolve i mean there, there's some people that um, this company, this technology that's, that's advancing, etc. cetera, um, you have to advance at the time. But not everything should continue on. Um, the FBI's, the purpose of the FBI role was there was a purpose for it at one time, but there's no purpose for it now. It's just using a political weapon. Um,
3: where do you think we should hide our black ops then? You know, like when we need to destabilize a region to keep gas prices low or something, where? Where where do you think we should
1: hide our black ops? Um, I know you're joking. You are talking to a libertarian. I'm not really in favor of black ops, and I think a lot of our problems are caused because we have these black ops. You gotta
3: um, crack eggs to make an omelet, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, there are criminals that now operate internationally, and right now the world is um, learning, kind of like how the states learned that that we have to have cooperation so that. Cops can go across state lines and still have um, the power of a law officer. And then, but then once that state's state troopers and county sheriffs and cops join in the debate, join in the pursuit, you you can watch some videos where they call it off. So now we've got it. And so the cops from the other state pull away and then those cops take over because they've now violated. Okay, just running away from a cop is against law. So on that perp on that one excuse alone that's how they can continue a pursuit. Unless you're messing as...
3: with the Oklahoma Highway Patrol, dude. they they're not what, backing down for anybody.
1: <laughs> well, the Texas Rangers,
3: you know. Did you ever see um... the Oklahoma Highway Patrol YouTube videos? They're they're like hanging out of the side of cars shooting at guys. They're <laughs> insane over there.
1: Oh. Oh. There's, you know, there is another cop, federal cop force that people commonly forget, and that's the U.S. Marshals. And those are hardcore. The cops.
3: coolest named of all. U.S. Marshals,
1: right? They they are. Um, they do all the prison transfers. You know, uh, the when you have a prisoner in one state and he they're extradited to another state, is the U.S. Marshals that show up and take that. They're the ones that transport criminals. What is the airline called? Conair. Conair. There's actually was a movie about Conair. Yeah, yeah, great movie. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, and there was that's their airline. You know, they don't fly criminals on United Airlines. Um, It would freak out too many people.
3: Now Um, I have seen them bring a guy in shackles on the airplane before.
1: Yes, they had the two
3: air marshals. They sat him in between them, and he sat right in there in the front in his shackles. They brought him on last and then he left first i have seen oh, yeah.
1: that oh yeah and i've seen that too um but when you're talking about mass movie masses of prisoners that's the u.s marshals they're con air they'll put in all the prisoners on there it's just it's it's not a luxury flight it makes the it makes the economy class look like first class
3: probably like a c-130 um, but- type situation dude, sitting on those nets
1: yeah, and it, it, but there's also talk about a rough crowd, you know. Um, they do the job, so there's is, there's is need between there between the different states. But I think a lot of it is we we're just learning it, um, and that's what's happening right now on the, on the international level. We now have Interpol, which mm-hmm. is international police. Um, but there's many countries that do not recognize the power of Interpol. Interpol is only in many, many countries. I think including the United States is merely in an advisory role. You know, uh, it is an information hub. Mm-hmm. Here's who's doing what. Here's where they are. They don't have James Bond. Um, those are MI5. Those are the CIA. Um, is there a role for that? Yeah. There's a role for them, just like there's a role for military intelligence. Do I believe we should be doing? I don't. I'm a libertarian. I don't think we should be destabilizing other countries just because we don't like their current governments. I mean, Iran is our fault and our fault alone. They had a duly elected national leader. Uh, We didn't like him because he was flirted with the Russians, the Soviets. And so we replaced him with the Shah and then well
3: what about north korea i feel like they could use some destabilization
1: they're starving their own people over there yeah and that's the problem with dictatorships how do you take care of them how do you how do you get rid of them um there are ways to take care of dictatorships but it's um sometimes it has to be the people themselves and it really sucks but it has to be the people themselves
3: um, I mean, I think if yeah. we give them iPhones with TikTok, they're going to want out of there soon. They're be like, "Look at how good it is yeah. in Ibiza, dude! I
1: want to go there. Get me out of yeah. this place." you should. Uh, there are YouTubers who are um, people who have escaped from North Korea. Mm-hmm. They listen to their videos about what they think America is about. Yeah, they I don't believe America. all of them though. Some of those guys seem like they're
3: they're full of crap. They don't look Korean to me. I think some of them are fake. <laughs>
1: Well, the ones I the ones I follow the, they have documented evidence that they are. There are. And, and again, there's also people that are puppets, Yeah, but there's also
3: evidence that Koreans. there's <laughs> evidence that Michelle Obama is a woman. I, you know, I I I I don't believe this stuff. They can fake evidence left and right.
1: Yeah, but you know, again, my I'm a libertarian. I believe you're afraid that the president has too much power maybe the president has too much power. You know, maybe that's an indication that the president has too much power. Um, with with my reforms, uh, I create for the first time a dual-powered politician. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the politicians are single-powered. And that is, I think, where all, almost all of our problems come from in America currently. Uh, there are federal politicians, there are state politicians, there are um, municipal politicians, there are county politicians, but the thing of it is they only have power within that form of government. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem with the federal government is you have federal politicians, currently the current U.S. senators and current U.S. House representatives. They can only affect the world by passing a federal law, federal regulation. And they're politicians. They want to do something. They, get, they were elected not to not do something. They are elected to do something. And they want to, and how they get reelected partly is to say, "Oh, look what I did!" It's really hard for a politician to run the things that, hey, I prevented the government from not doing anything, you know. Um, and that's where they they want to pass laws. I create, and the governors and the state assembly members, dual power politicians. They're both federal politicians and state politicians. I believe by doing it that way, now you have politicians that can look at a problem and then go, which would be the better way to handle this problem? Would it be better handled at the state level or would it be better handled at the federal level? I believe our national defense should be handled at a federal level. I cannot not see any state politician that would say it should be, just like our state department uh, should be handled at the federal level. I know there are certain states like California that always like try to go on their own but then the Congress says no, you can't do that, and I think uh, the states will keep them in check. And uh, there's also the Treasury Department, and there can be an argument that we can go back to where every state has their own currency. Uh, but I have a feeling that that no one's really interested in doing that. And if it happens, it happens. You go to an, you you go to another country, your credit card automatically does the 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 exchange rate. I mean, you yeah. can do
0: that just online. In general, you don't even have to go to the other countries,
1: right? You just you don't need that. But I don't I think the treasury will still be there? The uh, you'll have to be a federal taxation to support the military. That was prior to problems with the uh, Articles of Confederation. There was no way for the federal government to raise money for the the military. I believe there's a role for the State Department because the the we need to represent our country to other countries and deal with treaties at that level. And to expect like North Dakota to have their own you know, diplomacy, diplomat service, I think is, is ridiculous. Um, so I think there, yeah, there are we rules. cannot
3: we cannot rely on Alabama to give themselves a good diplomat, you know?
1: <laughs> well, I, I think they also would be um, cutting deals that they probably shouldn't be cutting that might yeah. be detrimental for the other states. You know, <laughs> um, you know, I, we have a little state called Rhode Island, And it's infamous uh, for corruption. Same as New Jersey, infamous for corruption. Um, So I I think that by having the governors being both a state politician and a federal politician and representing their state as a whole, I think that they will look at, and I think a lot of powers are going to go back to the states because think of you, you're the governor, okay? And my amendment has passed. Well, in the U.S. Senate, you're, there's not only 50, there's not 100 members, but there's 50 members, all governors. Well, your power at the federal level is 150th of a half of a third. Okay. Congress is a third. The Congress in the uh, House of Representatives in the U.S. Senate is a half. And you're one of 50 in the U.S. Senate you don't have as much impact as you have as governor of your state. This bill comes up, the state bill, you, vote, you veto or you passing Um, Same thing with um, the House of Representatives. I make, what is the number? Um, my amendment were to pass, there'd be, I think, 5,542 US House of Representatives because every, um, this section two takes uh, how about I just read that <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about? E- Section two: Each state's votes in the U.S. House of Representatives is equally divided amongst all that state's uh, state assembly members. Each state assembly member is a f- also a full member of the U.S. House of Representatives. None of them can be compensated in any way or form for their service to the U.S. House of Representatives. So, that,
3: are we going to be allowing women to hold this position? Okay. Uh, if
1: if they're nice. If they know, if they know all how right. to cook a proper pumpkin pie. Yeah, there we go. Okay,
3: all right. You, almost, you know, I, I
1: mean, thinking, you won me back.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. I know. Uh, some of the recurring themes throughout, too, is the uh, none of them could be compensated in any way or form for their service. Is this yeah, in the? They're
1: already, compensated. they're already compensated. Governors are already paid a salary.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, the state assembly members are already paid a salary. Mm-hmm. You look, at the, you look at Congress, I mean, talk about the most hypocritical.
0: I was going to say is this. An so sort you're talking
3: of no, committees, no committees, no okay. committees, no like. No, no kind of
2: committees.
1: Well, no, but um, they can't be they can't be paid a salary. They can't be paid a pension. That's left up to their states to decide what they're going to be paid. Just like I mean, for all those people, I mean, if you look at my amendment and you just take a moment and you think what people are trying to do, my amendment does it for them. All these people who want to put on term limits, no need, pass my amendment. Because there are states now that have term limits for their governors. There are states that have term limits for their state assembly members. There so some don't. I'm from Wisconsin. The governor can run as many times as he likes. like. But my feeling is let the, let the citizens of that state make that decision. Why are you making a decision for them? There are states that do have term limits. You can only serve so many terms, and then you're done. Uh, there are states that have term limits on state assembly members. So you can have that done, and there are Western states mainly. There are states that have referendums, where you can pass a referendum and force their state government to do something, even though the the poli- the state politicians don't want to do it.
3: You don't think they should have, like, a, a minimum? like it, But you got to pay them at least this much. Because, I well, mean, if, say, well... I got it for you Did say, because like Arkansas, they're going to cheap out. They're going to cheap out. And then all of a sudden those guys are, what are they going to do? They're taking kickbacks. They get corrupt immediately. If they're not going to get any money, got to give them a little bit of something.
1: 5,000 here. Just one second.
3: Right oh, he's got new props.
1: We got <laughs> the- oh. <laughs> it's, it's just, that. I have written down, I put the clipboard over here. So I was there are, are really? 5,000 there are 5462 mm-hmm. state assembly members. Mm-hmm. Well, the US while the US Senate I'm reducing it from 100 to 50. I'm expanding insanely the house of representatives. Um how it's done is like in section 2 let's say in your house of representatives you are given 10 votes. You have 10 US house of representatives representing your state. Kind of okay. Well, let's say your state assembly has 100 members. Well, you divide that, in. you divide 100 into 10, and each of the state assembly members gets 0.1 vote in the House of Representatives. They vote, those fractions add up, and now we have a majority one way or the other. So for lobbyists, et cetera, if you're, if you're against lobbyists, you should love my amendment, 5,462. Go ahead, dude. Show me the lobbying force that can go around and affect that many people. Will there be? Probably. What about what about for the
3: smaller stuff? Like when, uh, like Thanota Sasa here, if they needed a new fire station, you know, we're not going to bug one of the fe- one of the big boys. They're just going to figure that out here the mayor and all them. Well, that's how it's done you know, right now. Right. Oh, so
1: we're leaving that alone. Yeah, leave that alone. Uh, Bridges across state lines, that's already being done by I mean, I'm from Wisconsin. Neighboring state is Iowa. Iowa has long been waiting for to build a bridge, a new bridge from Iowa to Illinois, from going to Dubuque to East Dubuque. Iowa has the the money. Iowa Iowa has the money sitting there, has bought all the land. It's Hmm. all sitting there. But Illinois is Okay. And so they can't cough up their end, and so it waits. Let's let just decide between those. If they if there was real need for this, then I would find the money. You know, mm-hmm. does a federal government have to get involved? No, because then the pork barrel politics, how many roads go nowhere? There's interstate highway that goes to, a, that once went to a factory, for which state is, but the whole four-lane interstate highway was built to get to a factory because this guy sat on the appropriations board. Uh, the committee. Yeah, a way- dude, I,
3: I design streets. It freaking There's so many just weird wow. ones where I'm like, this guy's got a red light going to his house?
2: How do you hook that
3: up?
1: I I lived for many years in Madison and there are roads that are one way and all of a sudden it changes to the other way. Literally. You go, you'll be driving one day and now, nope, the road Travis going the other way. It is so bad that I, uh, and there's University of Wisconsin-Madison, major university. Parents' mm-hmm. Day, the city cops go out at these intersections. <laughs> They're stopping the parents. No, no, this is not. No, you have to turn right or left because they will just go. You'll see them. If there's not a cop there, they'll just think, well, who in their right mind would change the, the one-way direction halfway through the street so they just keep mm-hmm. driving and all of a sudden the honks are and they're like what's going on um but is that do, does the federal government need to come in and have any say in how that problem is solved no
3: i do like nema nema's a federal uh institute it's our highway like uh standards that way that all the highways kind of make sense going within each other interstate yeah but you interstate.
1: see that right now all those are already being done by the states the states communicate all the time with each other um some states
3: oh man i'm telling you there's some of them that they would not they already try to skate by it all the time they would not follow the minimum standards immediately i'm telling you we at least for the roads at least keep the roads those guys dude alabama again always back to them they would immediately it's already they already do the bare minimum yeah, but for their roads for the standards yeah. and you drive down it and you're like this is the worst ever they yeah. wouldn't even do that
1: they would not even do that if they weren't required but that is but i believe that's up to those the states to decide if the, obviously it doesn't matter to the residents so that you are from new york and you think, oh i think your street should be this way and well since we're not on video alabama i go ah, oh, fuck you you know <laughs> we don't we don't hear audio
0: listeners he gave two thumbs up
1: oh yeah two thumbs up definitely, <laughs> definitely two thumbs up but they don't care okay uh to force another uh group of people to care about something that you care about is egocentric mm-hmm. elitist and that's and that's Washington DC you have these bureaucrats living in Washington DC have never been to the, probably majority of the states probably in a handful of states decide what these states all over the country are going to do if alabama is going to want to have dirt roads let them have dirt roads that's their problem okay you don't want to travel through alabama you're not required to travel through so
3: if they have say if it's like an inner say it's like uh like dole wants to move their oranges from florida to texas and they got to go through alabama should they have to throw in on these roads they're going to be using to move their fruit how are we gonna get some something? That, like well
1: it'd be up to Alabama. And First of all, they'd be they'd be sending it by way of rail. Um I'm a trucker. Uh, that we I have drive, I have transported oranges from um, Florida to California. I have a tra- I transport oranges from California to Florida. Um this is every state goes around. And there are some states that, that trucking companies purposely avoid. Uh, we, we route around them. Um and just like just like in Chicago. Other uh, trucking companies that, that prohibits you from going down certain roads because they have tolls on them. And some are insane. Just for a trucker, thousands of dollars to go down this road that's only like five miles long here. Mm-hmm. Do this route around. But that's part of the reason why they have that such a huge toll, because they want truckers to not go down that road. It releases the traffic on that road. Um, as far as the transporting cost, they'll do it, they'll figure out a way. They always do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um if they may use ships, there's a variety of way to but have the federal government saying this is the only way you can do it, this is the only way you can do it, um, these roads should be so I can go down and, and, you know, eat off the road. I just don't think that that's a role for the federal government.
3: So what if it's more of a place like where the federal government had to step in because their states was failing them, like in Michigan, where they just were not fixing the pipes? They weren't doing it. They were getting money. They were stealing it repeatedly. And they had to step in and get a federal grant to fix all those pipes that in Flint and all that area.
1: Well, again, that's making it out know, federal government as if it's an all knowing, all powerful, all perfect God. And they're not. Uh, to think that federal government is any better than state or local government is. To me, indicates that you have not really researched how badly the federal government Oh
3: yeah, they botch it left and right, but I'm saying the lobbyists lobbyists, lobbyists coming in. You're gonna get I feel like you'll have some states where you're gonna get some representatives that are just, oh, what's we already got one senator? We're about to I'm about to bilk these jokers. And then what who's to stop that joker at that point if he's at the top?
1: They do that now. They do it now at the federal level. Nancy Pelosi wasn't a multi-millionaire when she came into office. Okay. You want to talk about milking the system. If we prohibited Congress, we made out if we outlawed inside trading by Congress. Practically every member except for maybe like Rand Paul and Tom Massey would be in prison right now.
3: But wouldn't we be if given people Nancy people Pelosi in, be more? Power? What? Wouldn't we be giving her more power? Was left. she a senator?
1: Isn't she a senator? No, she's a uh, speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives.
3: Well, what was she before they gave her that? Isn't she have a seat? At, like, a a US, uh,
1: no, she was a U.S. House representative. Oh, oh I gotcha. Okay, I'm I'm. And she up. was voted to be the, and now with this thing with my change, there's five thousand four hundred sixty-two U.S. House of Representatives. One of them gets to be lucky. One of them gets to be elected to uh, the speaker of the House. And you know that little state, the little state assembly member gets national attention, as well as their opposing, the opposing party, mm-hmm. uh, their leader. Um, but if you, you think the federal government is perfect, knows what they're doing, no, that
3: not at all. You know, federal all. government
1: doesn't. Federal government doesn't give a shit. That's my my position. Federal government doesn't give a shit about anything. Oh, that I I took them in forever to even.
3: It took him forever to even say, OK, we'll come make them fix the pipes. What that take, yes. three years? <laughs> yeah,
1: but that can also, that problem should have been handled at the state level. If it wasn't handled at the state level, let the local population deal with that. To think that the federal government knows better than the state governments, etc. Yeah, state governments fail, city governments fail, Detroit went bankrupt. OK, should the federal government come in and bail out Detroit? No. Let them sit in their squalor. Okay, you have a failed state. Here's the beautiful part about America. We're free. The most powerful vote you have is your feet. You don't like it? Move. Look what's happening in California. First time in its history is losing population. New York, losing population. People vote with their feet. Who's getting it? Texas, Florida. You know, uh, businesses. Yeah, we are, don't want them. They can go back. <laughs> yes, go and, back. They, and they don't want them. And they're changing. And they're changing Texas into a purple state now. Uh, but but the people are voting with their feet. You don't like Alabama? Leave. You know, Alabama. Yeah, well, I, but, but we. But I don't want
3: them here. I don't. Because then they're all just going to come here, dude. They get them out.
1: Yeah. And but that's a beauty part about America. We we you do not need a visa to travel between states.
3: If it, if I have to toss a few hundred bucks every year to the federal government to keep the to keep Ohio up and running so they don't come down here, I think it'd be worth my money at that point. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then every season it's also just, you know, they're manipulating the system. The mm. politicians are doing things whoever pays them. You see this. Yeah. Nick Nick Nikki Haley bought and sold by the military industrial complex. And That's not that's not a me being conspiracy. That's literally her last job. Okay. And she's going to back.
0: for very shockingly low amounts of money as well. You see it for a yeah. lot of particular amend- You're like like 20, not amendments. 2,300
1: bucks. Yeah. It's insane. But there's also, you have to understand, my amendment here, if you, um, kind of jumping around, but
2: if I you go down to,
0: to, Yeah, I was going to say, I, I wanted to go through We had I the like last three to go. Now. Okay. Yeah,
1: three more um, to
0: go. To make sure we cover them before we run out of time here.
1: Sure. Uh, let's just yeah. go. I'll do section three. This is a parliamentary mm-hmm. section um right now uh to vote on bills etc you have to be present in supposedly congress there are many Mm -hmm. famous examples of uh senators on their deathbeds and or being extremely being wheeled in so they can make they can Mm -hmm. give their vote this thing here frees up it says all u.s senators can propose and vote on legislative bills from their states all U.S. representatives can propose and vote on legislative bills from their districts and their state's capital, and all congressional committee and subcommittee meetings must be conducted by way of video conferencing. That one there enables the the governors to vote from their states, the state assembly members to vote, vote either in a district or when they come together in the state assembly to vote there, um, and also congressional committee and uh, subcommittee meetings have to be done by way of video conferencing, which is great because then you can see what they're talking about. Hmm. Um, then the next one, this is the most popular section of this amendment so far with everyone is the U.S. President, Section Four, the U.S. President must physically visit every state in the Union and U.S. territory at least once a year. Um, this hap- this amendment happens, Section Four comes into effect. I will tell you what will happen. Every state in the Union will demand that the president spends one week in their state. And, and the mayor, how, if there's a, deeply democratic state and and a republican president or deeply republican state and a democratic president each state is going to say damn we'll get here and you're going to be here so for and just the one president though right. one president he still they still have to have an executive just like governors and so this president unlike currently there there are, in our history there have been presidents that practically never visited any other country um, and I, I, any other state. Um, our first one was George Washington. He visited all 13 states, which he felt he should do since he's representing them. But I think it wasn't, it wasn't until Nixon that there was a president that visited every state in the Union. And I think, uh, well, going here is the Section 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, this addresses kind of the same issue. Section 5, the Capitol Hill building is no longer a functional building of the U.S. Congress. The White House is no longer the residence or office of the U.S. president. Both are made national monuments and turned over to the Smithsonian Institution for preservation, historical research, and public tours. The District of Columbia is stripped of its federal status and returned to the state of Maryland. Right now, we have DC. And it is the White House is a palace. It's a royal palace. Um, you can't look at it and not view it as a royal palace congressman yeah it's uh, kind of old though it's not that nice <laughs> yeah but, you know, but there's a lot more to it underneath underground um they, they, it's, a, it's a huge network under. but anyways in Washington D.C. the president and the U.S. senators and U.S. House representatives are pretty like royalty they're mm-hmm. They are literally wind and dying by lobbyists. Some of the most expensive restaurants in the world are in Washington, DC. And if you see a senator or office representative eating there, he's not paying for that bill. It's the guy next to him that's a lobbyist for whatever know, trade organization or whatever group, they're paying for that. The Washington DC is a, is a lobbyist heaven.
3: It was like yeah you wouldn't want me in there dude i'd be cheap i'd be like oh no i just need like foco de chow when you got me dude <laughs> yeah. but that's
1: what but what lobbyists, lobbyists have to do right now everyone all these all these powerful people are one city i so you can have a lobbying organization them have it as little as one member but they can have like 10 or so on, and they can go around visiting all these people You, you When I've gone to Washington DC, you go through Capitol Hill, there are people waiting in line to get in to see a US House Representative or Senator. All those are lobbyists waiting for their turn. Mm -hmm. Um, My amendment shatters that. I I destroy Washington DC. I don't drain the swamp. I leave it. Okay. Um, Now you have now those House Representatives are spread in every state. So you have to go to so you have to go to 50 states to try to lobby in them, and if you and if their say assembly is in session, well, they have to go to all their districts because that's what they're going to be politicians. I mean, Washington D.C. is a is a Tuesday through Thursday city, okay, mm-hmm. because come Friday, all the congressmen fly back to their states for fundraising, making public appearances you know, kissing babies, etc. And they fly back to Washington, DC on Monday. So they can be in their state, their district for Friday, Saturday, which is when people have most and so they can go to the state fairs and all this type of stuff and meet a bunch of people. Um I eliminate that. There's no need. They're all in their states. Mm-hmm. So now you have a lobbyist who one have had a heaven, a, a gift from from the spaghetti monster in the sky. Here are all these powerful people, one little one little spot and you can easily go around and talk to about now I have them all 50 states. Good luck with that. Oh, you want to have time with the governor. Good luck with that. The governor might have just a few more things to do than a US House of Representatives. Um, you are so low on his priority list um, that good luck trying to get into him. and also now your money. Okay, before Congress. Uh, lobbyists only had to influence 535 members. Me, even with the governor's state uh, only being 50 in the Senate, now it's 5,512. How much money you got? You know, unlike our host here, <laughs> who will be bought by offering him a hot dog. No, um, de chão, not quite the hot dog, dude. at least
3: Brazilian barbecue.
1: <laughs> but how much would you? How much would you have to pay? each one of these 5,512 to make them actually to make it worth their while to do what you want done. Four or five it, grand. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Times 5,512. What is that? Two, 20 mil? Mm, 20, well, 20, just 20, give 20, each one. They, some people pay that. Some people would, but not a lot of them. And then also you have to pay for the lobbyists and the organization, all the travel. Etc. Mm. That's involved. I would and say dropping
0: ten million dollars for a huge company to drop ten million dollars to alter political landscape. It's not a lot of money for Facebook. No, Google, like things like that. Like tech companies. But if everyone
1: else is dropping that money too, mm. there's the there's always two sides to any issue. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there are businesses. You have business that wants to go this way. You have another corporation that wants to go this way. They neutralize each other. Mm. Um, and it's also just how are you going to get into these doors? A lot of the uh, lobbyists are former members of the US House of Representatives and US Senators. They, that's how they get the door open to them. They not, they're not waiting in line in, ca- in the, in the, there's Very few members of Congress are actually have their office in the Capitol Hill building. There are, legisl- there are buildings that are for their offices, they're right next to it. You know, they're all like a triangular design, but getting into that office, just like, just like public relations. Okay, if you want to go into public relations, you want to do public relations, work as a talent scout for Oprah, well, when Oprah was actually meaningful, but that's where um, be a, a reporter for the New York Times. Because that's why they hire them, because that reporter then can call up his buddy at the New York Times and say, hey, I got something I want to pitch you. That's the same thing was in Congress. That's why all this US House representatives and senators become lobbyists. Look, at, look what Trump wants to pass you prohibit them from doing that hmm. you know that's a also said
0: he wanted to be a dictator on day 1 so i don't really know <laughs> what i trust everything that he says factually yeah
1: saying. but I, I think trump is a hand grenade and we need a hand grenade right now um the and biden's is the not, funniest dude biden's not funniest, nearly and entertaining funny enough. and Hell you don't yeah. you know life is way hotter at, than biden's I am... yeah he's, yes. <laughs> and and look at and look at how Biden is being treated. There are there's there's you can watch them on videos, there are foreign leaders that are making fun of Biden at press conferences. That's you know, that's totally dissing the US this this then. Biden is mentally Biden, is, I don't if I were to invite, if I was to interview about Biden, the first question on my mouth was, you know your president. You listen to Biden talk sometimes, and he love actually he refers to Obama as the president. Um, there are handlers. Biden, Biden is a perfect example of a puppet politician. There are handlers behind him that are actually running in our government, and we don't have a clue who they are, and they, and they try to hide themselves as much. Trump, for all his stuff, you know, he's the one pulling. If you hear a gun go off, it's his finger on the trigger. Uh, he ain't going to let anyone else pull that pull that trigger but with biden who knows where that shot came from is there is uh i think in the history um when history is done um i think Biden's going to be one an example of outer abuse uh and then it's going yeah, like, the oh, yeah, to be like who is real oh yeah it's a testament right? to 80 year olds run a country yeah, it's pity. You you mm-hmm. listen to people talk about Biden, and they see a video of Biden just walking to the helicopter, mm-hmm. as simple as that, oh, and he walks like a yeah, zombie.
3: That one was rough when he was walking around the other day, walking. trying to get off the set oh, or something. Yeah.
1: Oh, look what they're doing to him. They're, they're, he, they're his own oh. staff is humiliating him. Oh. He's been at, at public speakings, and he starts rattling off, and what does his staff do? They kill his mic. They turn off the lights. They yeah. have someone come up there and get him to leave. He, he turns around. He doesn't even know which way to go. They have to point to him. They have to give him a, literally a script. There have been, and, and, until they trained him not, and they and they, the teleprompter is different too, mm-hmm. but they no longer put the cues on the teleprompter because he read everything on yeah. the teleprompter instead of stopped talking. Yeah, You know, um, they, they've had his little cheat sheet Okay, and then the cameramen were able to photo it and it's exactly what he's doing right then. is mm-hmm. get up, shake hands, turn to your right, exit. He he's my mother had Alzheimer's. She died of Alzheimer's. Um, I have a degree in psychology. Um Biden is has dementia. There, there's no question, there's no doubt. Um, this is gonna be probably the first presidential election since George Washington, where there would not be a presidential debate. Um, George Washington, was elected to office unanimously, has ever been elected to office unanimously. He didn't want it. God, it took did Thomas they, did Jefferson. anyone
3: run against him?
1: No. He didn't oh, want it. All right, well, there you go. He, OK. He okay. <laughs> it took the smartest man alive, Thomas Jefferson, to get him to run for the presidency. George Washington didn't want to be general of the army. Ben said he wanted to go back home. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson came and said, listen, if you're not president, you're the only unifying figure in this country. Everyone gets behind you. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sacrifice cross into the garbage what you have experienced in the revolutionary war by not being present? And George Washington very reluctantly to say, fine. But during his first present first term, George Washington was very ill, so ill that they put down hay on the streets. It wasn't Washington, D.C. It was back in Pennsylvania or Mm. Philadelphia. That's where the White House was. They put hay on the streets so they wouldn't wake him. It took Thomas Jefferson to go in, again, smartest man alive, to get George Washington to do a second term. But even Thomas Jefferson knew he could never make George Washington serve a third term. George Washington was out. There are stories (laughs) that when it came, the end of his term he was all packed up and already sent everything he could home. he was there was no way you were going to stop him from from leaving this office
2: yeah. uh, and
1: he made some statements about that that you know but and this country owes a huge debt to george washington uh because he knew that he was being president but setting president for all the presidents that were to follow him yeah you think um, they should have put him on a higher bill like, I mean, <laughs> no, I think it, one. Like... I think I think it's perfect that it is one. First of all, first president. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. you're, you're a More right, yeah. The most common used bill in in the country, one dollar bill.
3: Um, I think dude, it's. Dude, I ain't seen nothing that's cost a dollar and who knows how damn
1: long. I'm always <laughs>
3: breaking out twenties at least. I. But anyway, I, wanna, I was
0: gonna say if you want to cover section six of your your. Yeah, I'll do that right here too. Because we, This a bit one over-
1: here is a little bit different before. from. This is a little different from the other sections, but it is state-related. Um, this is how to become a state. Um, section five, 6, six says, um, any country can become a U.S. territory if two-thirds in an open and free nationwide referendum vote to do so. After at least five years as a U.S. territory, a U.S. territory can become a state if at least two-thirds of its population can read, write, and convert. And converse the American English to an eighth grade level and then at least two-thirds vote in favor in an open and free territory wide a referendum. Any US state or territory can succeed from the USA by a simple majority vote in an open and free state slash territory wide referendum. So um there we we have made many states out of territories. In fact, almost all of them except for the original 13. Um, and there used to be gigantic territories, Wisconsin territories, massive, you know, and that kept on being cut apart. Um, but there's been horrible politics played. And again, allowing territory to a territory become a state, Utah is a, is a prime example, they refused to make you Utah, there was nothing left Utah was just there. There There's just Utah. And they wouldn't allow Utah to become a state Um, until they went against their religion and outlaw polygamy. Once they outlawed polygamy, then they were allowed to be a state. Um, I'm an atheist, but I'm a libertarian. I don't believe government should be dictating your religion. Um, Would I want six wives? No, I really don't want to have a heart attack. Uh, One's enough. You know um could you imagine if all of them were hand pickers oh my God the guy you know there had to be a suicide watch line for those guys um but it's just that that I believe was a wrong abuse of power to force someone to change their religion and they haven't they're in polygamy marriage they're in reality shows about polygamous marriages in Utah okay kind of
0: smart
3: stuff. too you see how it works out oh yeah dude that show has came unglued. Sister yes. wives.
1: Oh yeah. But 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 they didn't stop it. Okay. But mm-hmm. they, they tried to they try to force a religion not to do it. And by the way, Islam allows, I think, four wives. Um, Muhammad had more than that. Oh yeah, had, they oh yeah, he did. Oh he married a nine year old. Yeah. Um and, but even at that time, you read the Quran, I've read the Quran. Um, his followers made fun of him about that. They 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 was not cool back then, um, and That's so good at least, <laughs> what?
3: That's good yeah. at least have a little bit of.
1: So. Oh yeah, there's a lot of pushback. That's why in the Quran they have, he literally came out with saying, "Well, whatever I say, whatever I say now, if there's if there's a conflict between what I've said in the past and I've said now, well, what I'm saying now, is what the case is." Muhammad couldn't keep straight in his head what everything he had said. Okay.
0: Religions are very easy to yeah, define yeah. and understand all of their
3: ideological beliefs.
1: Yeah, but you look <laughs> when they talk about the Quran, Quran was mm. peaceful. Was yes. sounds peaceful.
3: kind of like peaceful. Muhammad is running our country.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it became once they gained power, then they became violent. It's just like mm. you know, when you're out of power, you you're okay with everybody. Hey, we can get along. Hey, I you know. But once you gain power, you're like, okay, now I have the power. And that shows again the, What's wrong with having government mm-hmm. um so i mean this route here enables them to join and i think it should be harder to join the united states than to leave the united states um if you are if you don't like this country and there are the libertarians are right now trying to do this in new hampshire uh they're trying to get enough libertarians up there to succeed from the state okay go ahead um i don't think even in new hampshire there will be an there will be a, a even a simple majority and we're close that wants to leave the state, United States. Mm-hmm. I think mean, it's just a libertarian fantasy. Uh, but you can see a lot of countries right now. We show that we have territories, but uh, there's no route for how to become a territory. There, mm-hmm. You can't. You can't apply. A country cannot apply to become a U.S. territory. I do not believe a country should go from territory from a country to a state. I believe there should be a transitional period so that they can start getting uh, their their basically their country now a territory adjusted to our system and then then they have elections then they you know they go from there um i believe we need to be able to converse in the same language i think that's uh, there has to be a simulation uh, we don't have to have everyone simulate i didn't say a hundred percent have to speak at an eighth grade level just uh two thirds um there are jews Orthodox Jews in their uh, their um, exclusive enclaves in New York City that run their lives differently. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the Mormons out in Utah. But I'm talking about the majority of people. I, I think that you have to have a common tongue. Uh, it's English for us, but if it was Spanish, I would be saying Spanish, um, just having a common tongue so the majority of people can communicate with each other. Um, But also a way for them to leave, and I think a lot of them, I think it says a lot better that it's hard to join us than it is to leave us. Um, I think that needs to be said. Um, And then like uh, the section before, like stripping um, DC of his uh, federal status. Um, Because it's the District of Columbia, Hmm. it's it's not run by Maryland, but I get rid of the White House, I get rid of Congress who's left supreme court if you think the supreme court will give a shit what the what the politicians of maryland think you have never read up about the supreme court you know um and i just leave it for them they, they want to still be in washington they would want to be in washington fine um but there's uh, that also takes care of the well should washington dc be the f- 51st state now nah, just let it go back people don't realize that washington the District of Columbia was actually a square. It went into Virginia. The, hmm. the Civil War. Virginia hmm. went with the Confederacy. And that's why we had this weird shape of uh, the D.C. But originally it went right across the river. Um, and was surveyed by Washington, D.C. Our hey. pres- our first president of the United States, his one of his jobs was being a surveyor. And so he surveyed Washington, D.C. And, mm-hmm. and uh, by the way, he didn't want it to be named Washington D.C. But the, but a lot of stuff was forced on George Washington. And if you think about who are they gonna name it after, it was gonna be him. He gave up, Maybe. but he never. <laughs>
2: but, well, he never was... served,
1: but he never. <laughs> but he He surveyed it, but Washington D.C. He didn't. There was no White House when he um, was president. That was that was Philadelphia. You know, the D.C. was being prepared to be the federal, the seat of government. But now that I've returned the U.S. senators back to the states as the governors, I've returned the House of Representatives back to the states and as state uh, assembly members. I have kicked the, I've closed down the White House and sent the president out having to visit all all the states and all the U.S. territories. What purpose is there for D.C.?
2: And
1: I think that that will, it will remain there, um, but as politicians are out of that area, um, I think uh, very quickly, you're going to see all these federal agencies be moved to different parts of the country, all political maneuvering, all mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, politicians going, hey, you do me this favor, I'll, I'll owe you one because i really like to have, you know, the FBI building, you know, in Illinois.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you'll see, I, I, honestly, I can see where the house of the state assembly members basically making doing IOUs for <laughs> our state saying hey we really like to have you know the the, the Treasury Department in our state um, but it's like right now um, there are crime labs all over the country and a lot of poor states use the crime labs of bigger states. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at environmental regulation. There are many states that have whatever is OK in California is OK in their state. Saves them a whole bunch of time. California, does it cost them money? Yes, it does. But they get to decide what the policy is. And politicians love that. So it saves the poor state to say, OK, we do whatever they do. And if they don't like enough, then they just go to another state. Oh, we'll do, I, we like what they do. And that's not a, that has happened throughout history. So maybe that just- might be
3: a good addition to your your list. Have a every year have a uh, like a um, God, what's the, a convention? They got to come by and say, Hey, this year our best idea of the state was this. We had a <laughs> well, the- pizza party a- on April fifteenth, and everyone <laughs> loved it. We should put in all of you guys to have a pizza party, and then they come by and ooh, yeah, and then next year six more states tried out the pizza party thing. <laughs> Well, here's
1: the thing, a lot of people, there is a Constitutional Convention and that's the threat that can be used to make this amendment pass. Um, But I don't think that threat is, that's a threat that's used against the current House of Representatives because they really don't get much out of the amendment. But there is a Constitutional Convention that can be called by the states without Congress having anything to do with it, It is written in our Constitution. I believe this is has a, actually a. I, I don't think what I'm proposing here is pure fantasy. Like this is never going to happen. For a simple fact that I'm not playing upon the good natures of politicians, I'm playing on their bad nature. What I'm offering them is a power grab. Politicians like more power. Mm-hmm. Governors are right now just governors of their state. I offer them power in the US Senate. Okay. The state assembly members are just, they only have power in their state. I offer them the power of the U.S. House of Representatives. Politicians love more power. But even the U.S. centers, there's a benefit for them to do it. Because the U.S. centers, all these guys, all politicians have major egos. You can't be a politician if you do not have a major ego. You'd be crushed by what happens to you. I ran for office. I was in debates. I saw other ones that are not prepared for it get crushed. And, and you didn't out. even
3: have to go against the GOAT, dude.
1: Well, I had, yeah. But here's the thing. Um, The U.S. Senators, this is a power grab for them. First of all, I'm doubling their power in the U.S. Senate. It goes from 100 members to 50. And now the only thing they have to do is defeat that governor in their state, and they get that power. Well, all U.S. Senators have already won statewide elections. That's how they became U.S. Senators. The governor won a statewide election. If you don't think a U.S. Senator We'll look at them going huh, I can beat you people probably don't even know your name I have bigger name recognition than you do so you probably my amendment happens you might have three-way um, heated contested uh elections between the current governor and, and the two US senators and then you're going to get some of US South present- representatives who have national standing etc and they'll go after through the governorship you know and but even if even if the uh, so the only ones that kind of lose in this whole thing is U.S. House of Representatives, but you know, there are representing a bigger district than state assembly members are. They, they would be considered a shoe-in to, to win their uh, state assembly district. And also in, my, in this amendment, I don't do anything to the state Senate. Um, 49 of the states have state senates, and I think they should not be also federal politicians. I think it is good to have a body in each state that only is focused on the state and the state laws, so that you can have the state assembly members be looking at state and federal laws, etc. But the state senate looks at just at just the state laws. I think that that would be a good counter balance to them. Uh, the one state that doesn't is, uh Nebraska. They have a know uni, unicameral, which means they just have a state assembly. Mm-hmm. They don't have a state senate. Um, but that also be something to look at. How do they operate? You know, I don't think there'd be a lot of difference, but I think having a state senate is actually a positive. I believe in separation of powers. Mm-hmm. I believe it was good idea to have separate executives, separate judiciary, separate uh, uh, legislative. Um, and <clears throat> for our, our constitution, for our amendments, for our freedoms, it was very important that we had an independent judiciary. Um, and parliamentary governments, like in England, uh, they don't, parliament runs everything the president in their country is what we would call Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. OK, they are just they don't have a Senate. They have they have House of Lords, but. Ooh, that's, I like that's a, that name. Yeah. House of name. Lords. Yeah. But it, but it's basically a retirement prize. OK, mm-hmm. and no, they, no one pays attention. They have pr- practically no power whatsoever. They're there because uh, tradition, you know, the, all the powers in the oh, House. Of I hate Lords. that. <laughs> but all the power in, is in uh, the House of Commons, which is a parliamentary form of government and they don't have an independent judiciary because if the judiciary contradicts them, well all the power is in the House of Commons. they can just minor in law they can get rid of their judiciary. Our government has has um, the U.S Supreme Court independent. Now they are they are nominated by the president confirmed by i think the senate i don't think the house representatives have anything to do with it they try to but they don't and um but then once they're elected they're elected to life and so um they're much more of a stable form of government our supreme court is probably the most stable aspect of our federal government because they're all elected for life and they will serve until they die um, because of how important their position is, and, and what they're supporting, etc. Do they get you know? Is the court currently conservative? Yes, but it's also been liberal. You know, hundred after hundred years after the our country was founded, they found a, a Supreme Court that wanted to centralize power, and that's why we have federal government we have today. And that's why we have my amendment. They I think we,
3: we need to punish them more often when they mess it up, Ooh. though, like like in like a humiliating way, like feather them feather them or something yeah the supreme court dude they refuse to vote on things sometimes they're just like oh no we're, oh just, gonna, we're just gonna hand. not do a it different yeah hand. Just gonna open that People, soda.
1: this guy has three hands <laughs> oh my god this is uh, the wrong direction
3: <laughs> yeah like if they refuse to vote be like actually actually or make them vote how about that can we make them vote no more can refuse to vote, vote the supreme court the supreme court yeah a lot of times they'll say we're not making a judgment on this
1: right because they look at it and they don't think that um, it doesn't fall in their preview, or they don't disagree with the decision, um, and they commonly kick it back. The real, most common thing people don't understand. The most common thing is federal court, federal Supreme Court kicking back suits um, are brought to them, and they'll bring, they'll put down notes. You know, you need, you need to look at this um, to actually make it to the Supreme Court. Is very rare. If you, knew how, if you knew how many cases are presented to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. you know, that they have all these ball clerks. It's like a filter system to try to get before the Supreme Court. And mm-hmm. what they call it session is just <laughs> play times over. <laughs> you know, yeah. every lawyer that comes in there is coming in with their A game. They know that this is their, they are literally making history. Um, I had a cousin, Roger Linquist, who have you ever heard of the cell phone company Metro PCS? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. He Metro now. It. Yeah, Metro. He <laughs> sold, he sold it to uh, T-Mobile. He's the one that founded it. He's the president of it, or the stockholder of it. The only reason he sold it is because he had brain cancer. He got in the recession, and then he came back, and it killed him. That's the only reason RIP. why. Yeah, really cool guy. Really cool guy um his mother he was raised by a single mother during a time when being a single mom was not a thing and he he just extremely bright anyways (laughs) um he's a republican supporter and clinton tried to take away his uh licenses his cell phone licenses and he went all the way to the supreme court and won it so um you know when it was up before supreme court his company was basically worth nothing and I got a whole bunch of stock and mm-hmm. the stock was worth less than a penny per share. Because if it, if he didn't, if he, if the court did not vote in his favor, it'd be nothing. Right. They did. And all of a sudden, so I could get a lot of shares and I didn't, it didn't even amount to $600, you know, but once it happened, then all of a sudden the shares were wealthy, but that's really rare to get before a Supreme court. Um, and, and a lot of people also don't understand there is there is a funneling system to get to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are stories of, of that. I mean, you're, you're normally talking years. Um, rarely does Supreme Court um, act kind of like in the present, OK? Uh, some are calling upon the Supreme Court right now to get the gag taken off of Trump because that's against the First Amendment. Um, and right now, it's the Justice Department, the the Federal Justice Department, is being unbelievably damaged. By yeah, these see, we
3: got to put the pressure on them. We need we need to put more pressure on them so they have to do some stuff. Say we're not oh, doing it or not. Maybe the
1: Supreme, the Supreme Court. Court's going to act. I, I I have no doubt because if you read the history of Supreme Court, but they're not operating on, on our timeline, um, because they realize anything they do has is when the Supreme court acts when it, when it makes a decision, not kicking back, kicking back is saying, Oh, you need to work on this more. But when they make a decision, they know they're like, they're like George Washington. They know the actions they do will have ramifications wide throughout the country. And so they're not rushing. Um, I would never want them to be elected. I would never want anything by them to be elected. I want them. I want to be a, if I was doing anything, I'd add on layers. Let's make it even harder for something to get to these guys. Yeah. Um, dude, like they a, like a,
3: like a, yeah, I like that. They have the A, Supreme Court A, and then have some lower levels that we get they to. Know watch it's called on appellate eight. Yeah. They're the they're the appellate courts. But make it make it more you know, fun. We gotta make oh, it we, more fun for TV. I, yeah.
1: I think I like think flavor flavor like, like,
3: like, step one is you're bringing it to like Boosie. All right, that's your first court and if it's not even getting through him then of course we're not right. bringing it to the next guy. No back. Like, Come on, man. You want me to do what, man? Yeah. We are say, not be- that passes law, watch, man. What You're their,
1: watch what the the Supreme Court is going to be doing here after all this settles down. They know the Supreme the justice system has been harmed by what is happening to Trump. It's a clear violation of his first amendment rights. It is a clearly the federal government trying the justice department meddling in elections. Um, I would not be at all surprised that when um Donald Trump gets elected um, that he will abolish the FBI and abolish the Department of Justice uh there's a constitutional lawyer um Viva is the guy there's a YouTube channel and these are two a Canadian and an American and Barnes Barnes uh Viva and Barnes Barnes is a constitutional lawyer and in in one of their live streams, I asked him, is there, any, is there any need for the Justice Department, FBI? He says, Oh, none. There's no need for them. They're just polit- right now, and they have been political weapons. You read about like John F. Kennedy when the steel workers went on strike,
2: used mm-hmm.
1: the FBI, went and basically raided all the the executives of those steel companies. was a major asshole. Um, they're just political weapons and always have been. Um, the FBI, the Edgar Hoover blackmailed presidents and members of Congress to stay in office.
3: I kind of like that though, dude. Hoover he was kind of, he was kind of, he was kind of doing some shit there. It's kind of, uh, it's yeah. fun to read about. Oh yeah, you
1: know yeah. how how he yeah. surveyed everybody. Uh, he because was everyone, was he had the third on
3: everybody. He's the only one that really knew what was up. You got to a have guy, a guy who kind of knows what's really up, so when they all start colluding and telling you, bending the truth, he can come in. This little but weird he's a, yeah. guy can come in <laughs> and, and say, No, that,
1: I've been yeah, listening in on have, it. I'm, you are, but he's you. the one that bent the truth. He He's well, selected, yeah, well he wasn't, yeah, he him selectively showed members like Martin Luther King, he had actually communists in his. In his entourage, okay, but was Martin Luther King a communist? No, but it was part of a fellow traveler. But that's but Edgar Hoover only showed members of Congress. Oh, well, here are all these communists, not showing all the other type of this around um, Martin Luther King, who had a huge entourage. I mean, that's
2: everyone knew at the do, time.
1: Man. Everyone knew at the time that Martin Luther King was making history. Everyone wanted to be next to him. Of course, you talked to Joe Biden. He was practically walking with an hand down the, on the streets. Yeah, you know, anyways. So, anyway, hey, that's, I, that's I will say,
0: we do have to wrap up here because we went a bit sure. over what I'd applaud for. So, I apologize for cutting oh. us off so uh, starkly here at the end, but I was supposed to leave about 30 minutes ago. So, I'm a little oh, late. <laughs> it's all good. Um, where can people go to, to check out your amendment? And uh, what would you recommend cool. to people looking to
1: get into it? If you want to get into right now i'm just trying to build up my x account my twitter Mm -hmm. account um the best thing if anyone wants to do at this stage i'm just letting this thing organically grow um is just to go to my twitter account which is at symbol jack the letter t decker Mm -hmm. so it's jack t decker at twitter and and follow me there um
3: what i don't like a craig t nelson type thing going there (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, I want. Uh, right now, I'm just letting this organically grow. I'm not, I'm not, I'm doing all podcasts right now. I'm purposely not talking, pitching radio or TV talk shows. I'm not trying to get interviewed by the press. I'm cutting my teeth on you guys. You know, um, the questions you ask, I mean, it, it's kind of like I'm a metal. I'm being hammered into shape. Um, I've had some very hostile interviews overseas. Especially mm-hmm. the UK, um, I don't, you know, uh, they really do hate our system. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. And um, but it's all just, it, I want to, um, like I said, cut my teeth on podcasts. So I'm letting this grow. I have a major, big YouTuber uh, who's a follower of my ex account, and contacted mm-hmm. me, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is like." I can't give his name because he's told me not to, but <laughs> huge. And then he says, when you get a million followers on, on Twitter, then I'll have you on my show. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, right now I'm just barely reaching 700. <laughs> um, but yeah, I understand why he wants to have people, me to bring people to his channel. And he also, he, 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 I have, I've talked to him more than once and he's been giving me advice. And one of it is doing you guys doing podcasts, um, becoming a better guest. Um, mm-hmm. initially, oh my gosh, I went on tangents like crazy. Uh, there's a <laughs> channel with a vet and we first hour, we just talked about vet stuff. We <laughs> get to the amendment. So I came back at a later time and we still talked about vet stuff. And so at the end, I grew up cramming in the amendment at the very end. So no, if anyone wants to help. Right now, I'm just letting it organically grow. I'm not in a rush. I'm not doing this for a living. Um, uh, I want a lot of follow, I'm, I'm trying to, um, if they want to help, just join my Twitter follower, be a follower of me on Twitter. I'm not doing anywhere else. And um, I don't have a YouTube channel. I'm not on uh, Instagram or anything like that, just that. Um, I think that's a good, it's, a, it's the right uh, community square to be on. Mm-hmm. And once I get larger, uh, and I've had, I've, this guy wasn't the only one, there there are others that have said I have to get up to X amount um, of followers on um, X before they have me on. Some are just as low as 10,000, they're 100,000. Um, he's the only one that was that a million, but my gosh, I get on him, I'll explode. But to be honest about it, am I ready for him? I need to talk to you guys. <laughs>
3: Dude, wink if it's Alex
1: Jones. (laughs) No, I can safely say it's not Alex Jones. Ah, damn. Um, uh, Someone I would say (laughs) is bigger. Uh, Bigger than Alex Jones, wow. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he does want, um, yeah, he doesn't doesn't want me to reveal his name. In fact, if I do, I won't be on his show. I can understand.
3: I'll definitely not do it then. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so, but I'm hoping, uh, you know, it's just like, I, I I paid for advertising on X until I hit five hundred. Mm-hmm. And I felt I need to have at least uh I need a certain amount, a certain inertia. And now I am no longer advertising on X and I've gone from five hundred I'm almost to seven hundred and it's just constantly growing. Mm-hmm. Um and every time I do a show like this I get I get new followers. A lot of people DM you. Um, yeah. like, I mean, um I really wish you, oh, if they would like to help, tweet, <laughs> retweet, <laughs> publicly post. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, post. <laughs> I get, like I make an appearance on a podcast, and I will get hundreds. One time we got over a thousand DMs. Just mm. uh, you know, and and I'm trying. And a lot of my time is I my time now is just replying to DMs, and I just wish people would just reply publicly because then. Yeah. You know, get a little bit more mileage out of it, and other people can try. It opens in.
0: it up for public discourse as opposed to yeah, "I want so to keep my fun. conversation secret," so it's
1: not yeah, not so, so that it's a uh over and vacuum. over yeah. and over again, and it's the same one. that word it just a little bit differently, but you know, it's gotten to the point now where I have files, doc files, mm-hmm. that, that here's I when someone has this question, I copy paste read over make sure it fits and then send it and just because I kept them typing over the same answers over and over again, oh my god so I started making them I now have like a hundred files on my computer screen that I get up and rarely I just kind of like to me now it's really quick I go like if you guys who knows how many will dm me dm me okay oh
2: yeah
1: there we go there we go. and then I get one that oh that's wow Someone asked me something I haven't been asked before? Well, <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then I make up another document and add to the the 100 plus I have right now. Yeah. Um, and like, well, you guys, you know, um, I always am interested when someone asks me, you're, I you can't see you, but. Um, Foster.
3: Hmm? Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, my email. Yeah. Clause. Claus. Uh, that's my, yeah, that's I mean, thing. you. I just. I it love on. it
1: when someone. I love it when someone humorously interviews and and out bizarre, bizarre and outrageous stuff. It's fun, you know. Um, oh yeah, I,
3: don't, I feel, don't actually know enough about anything to. be yeah. Serious. So. Well,
1: I talked. I when when I've done interviews with political science professors. Oh my god, it's so dry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I feel like back in class. Yes. Yeah. What was the question? Yes. Is just, You know, the only thing that I mean, the only thing I'm missing is like filling in the dot. Okay. And I them. You know the. Yeah. The questions. I don't mind I mean, they they they're they're the ones that changed that made the revision. I mean, dropping off the original section one was because of so many people thought I was trying to guess to go back to the Articles of like Confederation, and this document will change. I mean, I thinks that, what I've just read is going to be what's going to go in. Mm-hmm. So though yeah. I know. Um, I've had I've had constitutional scholars read over and I said, do you have any changes? Said, oh yeah I have but you're good to know. he says that's your voice don't it says if I like one of them said if I wrote it you'd hear my voice and he mm-hmm. says you yeah, have your voice and he said, when you get to the stage that this might actually be added no he says you're going to have like the Cato Institute. You're going to have the Heritage Foundation. You're going to have major think tanks come in and they're going to take this thing and then make it into the proper legalist. But he says, don't you worry about that. He says, don't be, don't go to law school just wrap your memory. He says, just keep it in your own words mm-hmm. and, and don't worry about that. That's way, way down the line. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, they'll take care of it then. And no one's going to, he says, don't worry. They're not going to change it. But they're just going to make it, he says, improper legalese. And they said, is it proper legalese now? And I haven't said that. They go, no. <laughs> oh, you're serious. Um, you know, no, it was, no, it's not proper legalese. But they wanted my link. But they wanted, just like, you know, the federal papers. Um, mm-hmm. The Supreme Court goes back and reads the federal papers to understand what the founding fathers meant uh, when they were discussing this. But is that legalese? No, those are just correspondence. said, yeah. so, so just keep this keep this natural, have it in my voice. Don't worry about it, What how it's gonna be. It'll be something like this, but it'll be in proper legalese um, and we're gonna change it. I mean, I've been working on this for, for probably 20 years. And just now I've decided it's, it's time because of me being laid up with this injury. I have the time to do it. Um, if you know, I can sit and talk to anybody. I, I don't keep hours. So someone in Australia wants to talk to me, set the alarm clock, wake up. Hey, how are you doing? You know, you know, take a little, I drink a lot of five hour energy drinks at a time. <laughs> it's like, it's better, you know. So anyways, appreciate yeah. you guys having me on.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. I, I appreciate it. We had a, It was vastly different than a lot of the conversations we've had previously. We don't usually get a lot in depth into U S politics and uh, just the different processes and things like that. So it's, it's always fun having different opinions and just new types of information coming in.
1: So it was a really good time having you on. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. I try to be well-read. I mean, yeah. I've been reading about this stuff for years, and I just feel like now's the time. I mean, my yeah. hope, big hope is that one of the politicians, it'd be lovely if Trump were to do it, but just one of the presidential candidates were to go, hey, I, I, if Trump were to go, huh, this is an okay idea, wow, I, I, everything would explode for me. You know, not saying him endorsing it, just like, no, oh, that's an interesting idea. And mm-hmm. then it would take off if if um, Elon Musk were to look at it and go, oh, you know, just, just retweet it and go, like, you know, I don't know, the 100%. I don't understand what that all is supposed to mean, but 100% with two two or three lines underneath, maybe like 100% agree. Oh, I okay, I see
3: what you're saying. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, or giving it a thumbs up.
3: Oh, the 100.
0: Yeah, keep no, 100%, it 100%, is, it, is that?
1: That mean it just that hundred?
0: Like agree. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. But I thought this was also agree. So it's just another way of saying agree. Yeah, basically um, trying to be
3: hip. They're a little behind the times on that yeah.
1: one. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it's if you were to do that, this would all explode. Yeah. You
2: know.
1: Um, and um, I've had major YouTubers contact me and they have told me. Yeah, this is going. If I were to do this, they would do it. Explode, but they said, "I need to." Well, was one that says, "I need to simmer more." It says, um, you, "You need to." Um, my answers, etc. I, I need my. I need to be more disciplined. Mm. You know, like right now, I should be really respecting your time limit, and I'm sorry. No, it's, all no, it's, you know,
0: <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. But so no, I'll, so I'll be so we can end this. I re- we really do appreciate you taking the time. Sorry, our scheduling got a little confused at the beginning before when we started recording but appreciate Definitely. it so no problem go check out, yeah. Decker on, on twitter we don't call it x it's twitter, always be
3: twitter.
0: <laughs> i don't either go check out live. links to all of our stuff on there and go check out a uh, classic commotion over on youtube <laughs> new episodes every sunday Dude, except
3: there's one coming i got a sick yeah.
0: intro i made i listen <laughs> i don't know if you sent if you updated it since you sent it over to me but
3: if that's what you're doing no. no i haven't okay. updated it at all but it's yeah that's right. the same one i need to mess with it
0: awesome well thank you everyone for listening appreciate it we'll see you all
2: next time bye